computer to do it. No, you just like. That's it. Like that's it. Yeah. Is this just like? You can see. Yeah. So oh, it's, it's that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't even know that. But yeah, so like, the, uh, I went into school, I think I was like, probably three months out of like the first surgery. So when did you have your, or what was the injury? It was, I tore injury? my ACL, my left ACL in like the second to last game of my junior year at Penn State. Okay. And it was like two minutes left in the game too. It was, it was oh, no, literally no. two minutes left. And um, so yeah, so like I had the surgery June 4th. And then I came back to school around, like, August, like, 20-something. I'm not entirely sure what. And uh, so I was, like, three months out. And it's just, like, a tight, uh, I guess, like, traditionally a six-month recovery. And, of mm-hmm. course, like, I'm sitting, like, in the fall watching, like, Adrian Peterson, who just came off his surgery, like, perfect six-month, and he's just cruising. Like, yeah, breaking, yeah, yeah, Almost breaking records and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, like, this is, gonna, this is what I'm going to be like. Yeah. And, like, so I get into the winter, like, everything was going pretty smoothly at that point, and, uh, I, like, started getting pain in my right knee, and I guess what had happened was they had to, like, go in and do, like, loose body removals, which is, like, little pieces of cartilage, like, floating around in your knee, mm-hmm. and they, like, I guess one of them got wedged, like... Wait, did that happen when you got your surgery on your left knee? No, it was just, like, a oh, freak just, accident, like, just, oh, like, okay, it just started okay. to develop, like, these loose bodies, like... A lot of people have them, but, like, one happened to get caught in the back of my knee. Yeah. In between two bones, so they had to take that out. So then I was out for, like, another, I guess, month or so, month and a half. And then, after that, I tried to come back again and play. And then, in one game against Binghamton, I went up for a pass, came down, and then my left knee just gave out. And Damn. so, like, I... I went and did MRIs, and, like, they did, like, all the tests and everything. Like, I was freaking out. I was like, oh, I definitely retore my ACL. Yeah. Like, I didn't. Everything was fine. And, like, what had happened was, I guess, when you that the hard impact and the hyperextension of my knee, like, this is how the kneecap works, or the knee joint works. Okay. And then the hyperextension, like, hit my kneecap so hard that it, like, broke off a little piece of cartilage. So then they had to go in and perform, you know what microfracture surgery is? Uh, they had to, like, poke little holes where, like, the cartilage broke off to create new cartilage okay so that's where i'm at right now so like this entire year is just dude that's it. it's just awful <laughs> oh <laughs> I, my like, god i couldn't think of a worse year to have athletically in my yeah right life. that's just gotta be so fucking like frustrating it's the most frustrating thing in the world i mean it was like I, in some ways it obviously sucks like you know, oh, Trying to do a podcast here. <laughs> we got lawnmowers going on. Right, <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> that looks like pretty fun though to run. I always, I've always wanted, I've always wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like in some ways it obviously sucks. Like, I want to be playing, but at the same time, like after this, I was about like a little bit half, a little bit more than halfway through the season. And as soon as like this happened, and I knew I like I decided I wasn't gonna play anymore. When the Hyperextension. Yeah, happened. I knew. I was just like so relieved, and like I just was like, all right, like I don't have to rush or anything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's true. Right off my that's true. And so here, that way you have a whole year. Exactly. To just like years. get strong. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so here I am, three surgeries later. Dude, you're fucking like bionic man at this point. I think I've tied my dad for knee surgeries. Really? <laughs> and I'm only 21. 
and my dad has rheumatoid arthritis. How many of you? <laughs> how many of you had? Um, I had my right ACL in high school. I had right loose bodies this year. I had left loose bodies removed my sophomore year in college. So I guess we're up to three. I had left ACL and then left microfracture surgery. So I'm at six. Oh my god! And then of course I don't forget the shoulder surgery that I had. When did that happen? My summer going into my junior year of college. So that's seven surgeries. Dude. At least like I don't know. The like bright side I would see the whole thing is that. At least you only have, what, two more seasons yeah. Like, yeah. Although I would like to try and play a professional. Okay, so maybe you have more seasons. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people that have, have like, who I've told, like, the full details of, like, all my surgeries are like, well, why, are you, like why are you still playing? Yeah. Obviously, like, your body's not meant for it, and it's just like, no, I, I, think, I think I'll be all right. It's just frustrating, like, that most people, like, talk to it. Yeah, man. Fuck the haters. Yeah, dude. Like, like if you like playing, and, I don't know, that, that means, like, once you do get, like, back to the top, it's just going to be, like, sweet. Like, you're going to be just playing on a totally um, new level. Like, I mean, you know it. It's like you play out so many scenarios in your mind. Like, I, I, that's one of the many ones that I have played in my mind over and over again, just, like, that moment, like, when I'm back to being 100% healthy and playing and, like, I don't know if I score a goal or something like that, and like yeah. just being able to like say fuck you to every single Dude, person. That's yeah, like, yeah. like that's like that's <laughs> the one that stands out the most in my mind at least. Yeah, man, keep like <laughs> keep keep struggling. Yeah, well, at least I'm over the shitty part of everything now, so it's yeah. just like PT and stuff. <clears throat> um. So I like I don't know anything about lacrosse. What position do you play? Uh, well, in lacrosse, midfield. I play. I technically play midfield, but when you get to like the higher levels of lacrosse, you get into more specialized positions. So okay. I I came in as a short stick defensive midfielder, which means I strictly play defense. And you know, you get the ball defense, you bring it to the offensive end, and then you usually come off the field. And the offensive minis come on, yeah. Ah, okay. And, um, but I mean, hopefully next year I'll be playing a little bit of offense. But, yeah, so that's good. The midfielders get to run back and forth as much as they want. There's three of them on the field. You have three attackmen that have to stay on one side of the field, and they're guarded by three defensemen who have the long sticks. Yeah. And, um, and how many midfielders? There's three midfielders, and. So there's ten players on each team? Uh, Nine plus a goalie? Nine plus a goalie, exactly. And, you know. There's one, and on when you're on defense, you're allowed to have one midfielder with a long stick and have a long stick midfielder. Okay. Yeah. And so you're technically on defense, you're allowed to have four long poles on the field at one time and two short stick midfielders. Okay. And um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. It gets a, get, gets a little confusing when you go like up and down the field, like refs are blowing the whistle and stuff like that because of calls that a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, like I was, I watched the Syracuse in the championship. I guess they lost. They lost. Actually, they were up by a lot. They were up by five goals. I, yeah, I, wa- I was watching the first half. They were winning, yeah, like 5-0. I was yeah, like, all right, let's go. Yeah. And then they fucking went, I think it was 6-5 at halftime. Yep. Or 5-5 yeah, so, yeah, or something. Yeah, no, it was yeah. close. It was closer to halftime. And then they just ended up getting, like, blown out, right? Yeah. I think it was, it was final score by 15-9 or 16-9. Yeah. But, um. Did you catch any little girls game this school? I never went to one. Yeah. I heard the dome, the carry dome, was supposed to be unreal. 
Um, I mean, I went to basketball and football games. I guess that's true. Yeah, they play. That it was game. cool. The one thing actually, I always, um, I regret not doing was going to a women's basketball game because they play them in the dome. But I've heard there's only like, like I don't know, two hundred people or whatever. So you can get the dome seats like fifty thousand. So you can get like really close. Yeah, so you can get like really good seats. That's awesome. That's actually one of my biggest regrets as well, is not making it to a women's basketball game at Delaware. Oh, really? Because, you know, Deladon? Elena Deladon? Um, no. She's like, she was a second-round draft pick in the WMA draft this year, and she was, like, always just amazing. Does she have, like, blonde hair? Blonde, tall, blonde girl. Yeah, I saw her on, like, sports centers. Yeah. 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 She's, she, like, was second in the nation, I think, in points per game. Oh, wow. And she is just unreal. I think Kevin Durant tweeted at her last year, too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of Delaware's, like, claim to fame this year. Yeah. Atlanta Delaware, don't you? Like, pride Ooh. and joy. Delaware's got some good athletes. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, Rich Gannon. Really? Yeah, Gannon the Cannon went to Delaware. <laughs> Played a little quarterback for us. Um, Anyone else? Any basketball players? This actually is kid, Jameel Hagans. He uh, played basketball for us. He just graduated, or he just he was a senior this year. And he is, I follow him on Instagram, you know, you know Instagram, right? Yeah. One of the many social media devices that he, we're trying to dispel in this episode. No, you can follow, you can follow Getting to Know Cast on Instagram. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, but I follow him on Instagram and he, uh, he's been like doing like all these pro like camps. He's been, he, like he's been to uh, Minnesota, he's been to Utah, he's been to Houston, he's been to Brooklyn. He's like doing all these like camps oh, wow. for like, all these pro teams. Um, trying out for him, and hopefully he'll like, get picked up in the draft. Um, I think he like, he like led the NCAA in rebounds per game this year too. Yeah. That's like that's he's, a, he's, a, he's a rebound machine. Yeah. Um, how tall down. is he? How tall is he? Uh, probably six, like six nine, six ten, six oh, eight, yeah. something like that. I don't know. He's definitely in that range. He's tall. Mm-hmm. Um, I've like I've never been to any basketball games. I actually have never been to another sporting event that I haven't been required to go to. Really? Yeah. Oh wait, do they make you guys go to like other games sometimes? Well, they try, they they give us incentives to go to games like oh, like, like money. You can no <laughs> cars. If only, if only. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna end up on an E60. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like they give you like these like points for like. Uh, like each team like gets like a certain amount of points for how many ever many games you go to and like you get like a the team gets like a prize like a, uh, like a pizza dinner or something okay, like that. Okay, okay, yeah. So not re- not didn't really <laughs> seem to be too appealing for the lacrosse team. Um, but yeah, so like we, I've been to like three football games that we had to go to for lacrosse. Like one we got like introduced at halftime or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. And like other times it was just to be supportive. That's cool. Yeah. What are your guys uh, like best sports? The best teams. Um, I don't know, but I guess our women's basketball team was definitely the best this year. They made it to the quarterfinals of the sweep of the NCAA oh, tournament. Wow. They were really good. Um, our soccer team, from our men's soccer team, was pretty good this year. Or two years ago, they won the CAAs. Um, my freshman and sophomore year lacrosse team was really good. Not this year. The past two years have been pretty rough for us. We've uh, been struggling, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> We're still trying to find out how, to, I don't know, it's been rough. What's the problem? Um, it's hard to pinpoint, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to like say one thing, but then you can be like, oh, it can be this too. Uh-huh. 
Um, yeah, but I, I, every single year I go into the year think, or, or go to the season thinking, you know, this is going to be our year. We're going to make some, going to do some damage. And yeah. the past two years, it's kind of just been a lot of uh, a lot of expectations, and then uh, yeah, we just go straight down. And I mean, the good thing is, though, is that I, I get another shot at it next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was any silver lining to it. Yeah. Um, so if you like, so let's say like you play next year, you have a good season. You and then you, I don't know, you want to play lacrosse at another school. Would you like? I guess you'd like send them tapes, or would they already be um, looking at you, or well, how would that work? I really have no clue yet. Zero idea. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the only thing like on my mind now is like just playing next year yeah, and yeah, like yeah. getting healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in no position to really like start thinking about what other schools I would want to play at. I think like the main thing that I that I would need to think about is like what, what schools would I want to go to for grad to for grad school. And obviously like Delaware's on my list because I went to undergrad there, but I think that like with Delaware is that their like education, their master's in education program it's only a one-year program, and I don't think that you get certified as a teacher. You know what I mean? Like, you need to be a certified teacher to teach in the state of New York, or, like, unless you want to teach at a private school, you don't need to be certified. Uh-huh. So, I really, it didn't, it wouldn't make much sense to me, for me to go to uh, Delaware and not be certified after doing a year of grad school, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, what? You get, like, Why would you I think you get, like, a recommendation, or, like, I think um, if you want to teach at private schools, that shows up better on the resume. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's that would be my thinking. I still need to do more research. I, don't yeah. know, I haven't done a lot. I'm still trying to enjoy the summer. Yeah. So a while away. Yeah. So I, don't, I really have no idea what I'm planning on doing. I just I have an idea. Right, right, right. I really, it really kind of contradicted itself. I, mean, I don't have any idea, but I have an idea. I know what you mean though. You have yeah. some idea. I have not some a, idea, but I don't idea. have any. I, I don't. I don't you understand the path in which I'm going to go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, exactly. I don't have the specifics. Yeah. We can take I, that part out, right? I don't want people to think I'm some dope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. This, this podcast is not good. No. No. Who else? Who else have you interviewed on, on the podcast? From Pelham, just Nick. Nick? I was gonna interview Roll, but um, I saw him. He was day. only here for like one day. I saw him. Oh day. yeah, at um, at uh, Gourmet. Gourmet, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was eating lunch with uh, Salaza. Yeah, and then I saw him, and I was like, I can recognize that hair anywhere. Right <laughs> <laughs> he like he hasn't changed at all. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Still got the same bouffant. Same, same hair. Same pompadour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was cool. I haven't seen him in forever. Yeah, I think he's in uh, Rochester for like pretty much all summer. Yeah, he's taking classes. Oh, he's still taking classes. Right? Yeah. What about um? What about Eddie? What's he up to? I haven't seen him. In he's a while. getting. I think he's getting back in like a few days. I think. I remember he told me like in the beginning of June. So. Nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna try like get everyone get everyone on at some point. Yeah, I think Eddie would be a great candidate for this. Oh yeah, definitely. Eddie actually, uh, I've re- I've just like recorded conversations with him and just like stories he's told before. It's kind of, like just funny. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, I was trying to think of who else I haven't seen in a while. Uh, Andrea. 
I've been hanging out with Andrea for a bit. Actually, we're going to play some Catan later. Settlers of Catan. Board game. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's what the resources are. We played last night. I came out on top because I just. I had this uh, iron ore factory that I was just pumping out resources. Couldn't be stopped. It was really an Andrew Carnegie type cowboy. <laughs> I think I played that game with Greg. Okay. A while ago. And I think it's like a like a German game. So it's a very Greg game. Yeah. <laughs> he was like he dominated us in it too. <laughs> yeah. Just being a typical. <laughs> Yeah, he was like always in like Age of Empires too. Like, oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of was right up his alley. Yeah. What's um What's up, Greg? Um, actually, not sure what he's doing this summer. I think he's just like looking for work. Yeah. I saw him on. I saw a picture of him on Facebook. He had a huge sus big afro. Yeah, he still got it. Still growing it out. Yeah. Dude, I had one up to like a couple of weeks ago, and I got a haircut. Bro. Yeah. Oh, your hair kind of locked down a little, came down a little bit. Yeah. It's not a total fro. It's a little, so, it's a little flat on top. But yeah, I don't know. It looks fucking dumb. So. <laughs> I'm growing the locks out a little bit. I don't know if you can see. It. Oh yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I like the beard too. You got a nice, just like, what's the word? I don't know. Just kind of scruffy look going on right now. I'll work with it, I guess. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not take the compliment. <laughs> I was actually looking in the mirror this morning. I thought I needed a shave, but now I'm thinking otherwise. Nah, it's strong. <laughs> strong. Yeah. Is that the right? Is that the adjective that you were describing? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. This is like the third time that I said I was gonna grow my hair out in like the past year, and every time ends in ends in disaster. How long do you want to grow? I was planning on not cutting it for the whole summer, seeing how it looks, and you know, go from there. I, I, you should do that. I'm just, I'm curious. I haven't grown it out like long since like seventh grade. Yeah, you should definitely do that. It looks pretty stupid without a hat on. I mean, it's because you have like mad hat hair right now. Mad hat hair. Yeah. I've been wearing a lot of headbands. Not sweatbands, but like, you know, like, just like the ones that girls wear. Oh yeah, you know I wear what? Those. Push him back a little bit. Um, Bill, that's what Bill's been doing. Like Bill has pretty long hair. And he just wears like a headband. Yeah. It. it looks good. Yeah, dude. You know, if you got to do it, you got to do it. I'm, uh, so hopefully I'll make it past this. Like, I guess I always make it to like six months, and I'm like, fuck this. Like, yeah, <laughs> looks shitty. Yeah, you nobody know, likes you it. Just gotta, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to get past that awkward stage, and then to the stage where you're just like a beast with long hair. Yeah. So you can get a nice driver's license picture. I believe that the shipping's better. If you if you really work hard you can get something like that. Dude, I still can't believe how long your hair was. <laughs> oh my god. That's ridiculous. How long did it take you to grow out? That was like two years? Six no, that was sixth grade until like eleventh grade. Jeez, dude. Yeah. That's a chipping spare, I think. Really? I took an ornithology class this semester. Oh, that's awesome. Got an A minus on it too, so I'm uh, pretty much a bird whiz. Yeah, I've been trying to actually like study the birds a little bit. Honestly, this class might have been the most intriguing and like just but the, one of the best classes I've ever taken in my entire life. Like in any grade ever. Tell me about it. It was like 
Alright, so it was a lab and a lecture. The lecture was on Monday and Wednesday at 8 o'clock, which is, you know, nobody ever Not wants to fun. take it. And it's at South Campus, too. So, like, I live all the way up at, like... So you have to, like, take a bus or something? You have to take a bus every single time. And, like, I'm, like, a 10-minute walk to where the buses are. So, oh, uh, so I have to man. walk to the buses to get to the class. So they have to get up and, like... Yeah. And then on Thursday, you have a either a 7 a.m. or an 8 a.m. lab. Damn. Yeah. So it was um, it was definitely a time demanding class, but the lectures you kind of learned about like the physiology, the, like the social behaviors, like mating systems, like the, like the different like um, like you know the circulatory system, respiratory, like all that all that stuff about the birds, and like it was just so eye opening and like just so like crazy. Like birds yeah. are unbelievable animals; they're like so crazy. Like the way that even the way they breathe is uh, is absurd. Like, how do they, yeah, how do birds so, breathe? like they have they obviously have lungs and they also have these like air sacs. So the first thing that happens is they take a breath in, and then that breath gets stored in I believe it's the anterior air sacs, the ones in like the back. And then as they exhale, that same breath instead of coming out goes gets stored in the lungs. It moves from the air sac to the lungs. And then they t- and then they take another breath in, and then that moves into yeah, the anterior, a, and like. That's yeah. like marketing research company wanting to know if we would like to do a survey right. about health. No thanks. Um, all right, he, he said no thank you. So please, all right, thanks a lot. Bye bye. All right, see the guy. It's the same Las Vegas place that called you last night when they when I said he's calling. Please, they hung up on me. This one, I said he's calling. Please, and she gave me your name, and she's doing a survey. About all right. Fine. That's at least she was on. So that's why I said I'll check with him. Him and I said no, he's not interested. She said thank you, darling. So you know, <laughs> that's good, all that's right. Good. I'll take that. That's nice. all right. Yeah. <laughs> good courtesy there. Yeah. People on the phone. It's gonna be cool. All right. So okay, so they breathe and it goes in their air sac. It goes into an air sac, and, and then, then and then when they breathe out, instead of that air, it looks like when we breathe in. It goes through our lungs, then we um, breathe out, it comes out. But what, what this okay. allows them, it's like, a, it's like a circulatory system. So, like, it comes in, stored, they breathe out, gets stored into the mm-hmm. lungs. And, and then, then the when they breathe in, in again, that air goes into the air sacs, and then, like, that, the next, um, the air that was in the lungs goes into the next air sac. So, they, so they're able to store so much oxygen because they need to, like, get the oxygen throughout their body because they have so many, like, energy-demanding, like, activities, like flying and stuff like that. Uh. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, it was weird. It was weird to me at first. Like, I did obviously because we're just so used to our tidal yeah, breathing. Just, we just, yeah. but like, it's it was unbelievable. So, do they not I mean, breathe at like regular intervals? Um, I mean, I haven't gone and that's actually probably a question I should have asked in class. Um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's or, okay. It, it wouldn't be that. Do they have like two, two air sacs? Well, they have they have two on either side. Of uh-huh. the body, and like there's one, there's have the anterior, and then they have the posterior air sacs. Um, and so, like, as the breathing occurs, air is flowing between either the air sacs to lungs, lungs to air sacs, or air sacs to out outside. Oh, because okay. the last air sac is the one that the air is stored in before they breathe out. Okay, yeah, it's a lot easier. Like, I wish I could add the diagram to show you, like, because that's how I learned it, yeah, 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 and like. But yeah, birds are crazy. What about, um, like, different... Because I've been... I don't know why, but I've been trying to, like, pick out different types of birds, even though I don't know shit. Yeah. I'll just be like, oh, that's a cardinal, that's a blue jay. Yeah. 
That's what you say, chirping sparrow? Chipping? Chipping? I believe. Okay. Um, but, I don't know. Well, what, like, what are some like cool kinds of birds? They, did you, cool, did, cool birds? I mean, yeah. the coolest bird that I've ever seen is called the cedar waxwing. And it was, it, it's, it's so, it's so crazy, I have to show you a picture of it, but it looks fake almost. It is like... Is it big? No, it's a, it's a small bird. Um, it's like, it almost looks like it's like, you know, like Matt Gray. Like the person? No, Matt, like, no, Matt, Matt Gray. Like the color, the color, like Matt Gray, like, oh. a, flat, like a flat black. <laughs> Um, I actually don't know that color. Uh, well, it's like a very, like, wish I could get a good picture. <laughs> that gray, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it almost, like, I don't know, none of these pictures really do, okay, this one's alright. And, like, none of the pictures really oh, do it wow. justice, but, like, it looks, you know, it almost looks fake almost. It looks like a little, like, sculpture. That's awesome. It's got those little, oh, wow, look at that yeah. one, too. Exactly. It's got those, like, neon tips. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. It's a crazy bird. This Where is it looks. Live? Um East Coast, uh it's like it's a it's a bird that we have like in our area. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't I don't know how common they are. But yeah. And another cool thing, I was actually at Doug Slaycast this past couple days and there was this woodpecker that constantly like was hitting his head on like the tree. And everybody was like, oh, it's storing nuts and stuff like that. And I'm like trying to tell him, like, no, he's like, he's communicating. That's what he's doing. I know it. I took this class. And everybody was like, no, no, like, I, he's storing nuts. I know what he's doing. And, um. I didn't, I never knew that, though. That's why woodpeckers, like. Yeah, well, that's, that's one of the reasons why they do it, I'm sure. Storing food is another reason. But, um, they, they, the bird would go to the same spot on the same tree every single day and just keep hitting its head. And. One of the ways that they're able to do that is because they have this like elongated tongue and it like comes in and it wraps around their skull and it acts as a shock absorber. Wow. Yeah. It acts as like a, the, the elasticity of the tongue acts as like a shock absorber for the skull so that it's not like crushing and getting concussions. Yeah, it's yeah. not crushing its head and getting concussions like all the time. So that was a pretty cool thing that I learned in the class. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fun facts in the class that you learn and it was awesome. What do you think about... Um there's an idea Andre came up with. And it's just an app, and you like point it, take a picture of a bird or whatever, and it just tells you what it is. They have. Oh, I don't want to say they have an app like that because I'm not sure, but they have something very close to it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's an app where you can take a picture of a bird, and like it'll it'll be stored like there, and then you can like scroll through and like try and find a bird that's similar to it. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean. Yeah. I think it's something so I think that's what it is. I'm not entirely sure, but that would definitely be a cool thing to do as well. Yeah, I wanna get something like that. But like something else that's really crazy about birds too is that if you were to take a picture of what you say, like there's two birds that are very similar. Like they're called a downy woodpecker and a hairy woodpecker. And if you were to like if you were to take a picture of a downy woodpecker, you could you could easily it could easily be mistaken for a hairy woodpecker. The only way that you'd be able to know is either by measuring the beak sizes, I think one has like a slightly, slightly larger beak than the other. And the other like definitive way to tell the difference between them is by their calls. Oh, like okay. One, it goes like, it's, the downy woodpecker has like a very like, 
like it kind of fades off like down and the other one just goes and it doesn't it doesn't like fade so that's like one of the only definitive ways you can tell the difference between the two I think yeah I've heard that first one like kind of like descending yeah yeah I mean I'm sure they're definitely I'm sure they're here um could you ever see yourself like getting into bird watching not at all. <laughs> that, was, that was the lab, actually. It was going bird watching. Oh, okay, it okay, was okay. miserable. Really? Partly because I had to be up at like 7.30, 8 yeah. o'clock, and I was not into that. But um, it's also just so frustrating. Because <laughs> like, you're, you're up so early, and you hear all these birds calling, and you don't know any of them. And yeah. It's like so just like. God, shut up and just like what do you what do you go to times like here? <laughs> that's like all I wanna do and but it's it's rewarding when you finally like understand like one call like I don't know. Kinda listen to a bird now and I don't know, I can't hear anything. I heard one more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really cool class. How would I expect better than other classes I've ever taken? Yeah, did you take any other uh, classes you enjoyed last semester? This past semester? I took, I mean, I was taking like, a lot of electives. Because I, I finished a bunch, of, I finished basically all my core curriculum. Your major in, like, environmental science? Wildlife right? conservation. Okay, okay. Uh, I took presentation strategies class, which was stupid. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it kind of like, um, like study strategies with this baccalaureate? Uh, I think it was a little bit more pertinent than that. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't exactly say this baccalaureate really stuck out in my mind that much and has helped me in the future. <laughs> but okay. this class was just like, it was, it was stupid. Uh-huh. We like, she, like our teacher would lecture for like a little bit and she would say like, just like a bunch of like stuff that was common sense. Mm-hmm. Where should you look when you're giving a presentation? The screen, to out the door, or at the audience? And that guy was like an example of a question that was like on the test. Oh my god! Wow. She actually gave me a pretty cool, um, a cool like tip for giving presentations, or like uh, if you ever have to like do public speaking, and if you ever like one of those people, like you know, people will go like they can like get like a dry mouth when they mm-hmm. give presentations. You stick a little tic tac in the back of your mouth. It. uh Acts as like a, it like kind oh, of like generates like a lot of saliva. Uh-huh. Okay. That was pretty cool. <laughs> but as you can see, it wasn't pretty. That's <laughs> didn't give me a lot of. It wasn't a, that much of an educational value class. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really take any other cool classes. I took a theater class. Theater? Yeah. Like it acting. Was a, it was a lecture class. Oh. Uh, I think it was. Uh, like the process of what goes on in like theater, like the theater business. Like, Why'd um, you take that? Just seemed interesting? Easy elective. Huh. Yeah, we have this thing called student services for athletes that basically point you in the direction of easy classes to take <laughs> 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 and help you like organize your schedule and stuff. Oh, okay. okay. Um, what, was that another, what was the last class I took? Theater, presentation, chatties, ornithology, and, and food for thought. It was a uh, uh, food. It was a food science class. Which was actually a lot harder than it sounds, and I was pretty upset that I took it because I wasn't expecting that to put that much work into um, the class. But it was basically just about food production and like 
all this other stuff that I did not really care about, and it was like kind of like they had a little bit of chemistry-based stuff in it, which was uh, brutal. Yeah. So I wasn't into it. Did you get to eat? No, it was a huge lecture. I had like I had two huge lecture classes: ornithology, which was a small class, and then presentation strategies, which was a small class. Did I uh, did I ever send you that paper that I wrote on diving? No, I think you told me about it, but I don't think you ever sent it. I took that my class my sophomore year, and I like I literally thought of you the second I got the topic, or like the second that I was given a choice to pick the topic, and it was like a controversial issue. I was like, oh, diving. You kidding oh, me? Like, this is, wow. I was like, of course. Like, I, I had, I got to do it like this. I got to do it on this. <laughs> it was. What was your like position? You really, you weren't allowed to take a position. It was uh, okay. more of like you, you came up with a controversial topic, discussed what the issue was, then you basically had to go out and pick articles from like both sides mm-hmm. and like relay the information from both sides, like why people think that uh, okay. bad, why people think that good, and I think you leave it up to the reader to kind of. Because uh, right. um, yeah, we were watching the Spurs game. And they were playing the Grizzlies, yeah. and we watched. We were watching it at Jesse's, and we kept doing like TiVo, like slow motion rewind. Man, like I love the Spurs so much, but they, I mean, in basketball, you call it flopping. Yeah, they flop a lot. Yeah. Really, the the Spurs? Yeah, I feel like there's such a I feel like there's such like a blue collar type team, like such like a, like a grinder it's team. And they're just a team that just wins, you know. Like they have a lot of foreigners on their team. <laughs> yeah, like Genoa was a huge flopper. Yeah, the French, Tony Parker. Tony Parker. I mean, all of them. Like they all flop. Go back to the World Cup. Zidane. I know it's a sensitive subject for you. I doubt you this. What are we going to do? If only Andrea was here, we could get on him about the, the Italians. He, he showed me, uh, have, you, have you ever heard of, or have you been following soccer at all? I've been trying to, not as much as I would have liked. Yeah, I haven't really followed it this year. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me. He showed me this guy, Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba, I've heard of him. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, he's just like, his nickname is the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> is there a reason? I think because he's like pretty long. He's like six two oh, and like okay. long end, I guess. He plays for Juve. For what? For Juve. Yeah, I've um, actually I think I know him from FIFA. Oh, okay. Yeah, plays in Juventus sometimes. Have you been watching the basketball at all? Playoffs? Yeah. I, uh, I'm still going for the Heat. Come on, man. Let's see. Hey. I respect the I respect greatness when I see it. Alright. You know what? If I'm not a Heat fan, but I do respect the Heat. How about the Spurs? I'm too I just can't stand the way they play. It's so like boring and plain and just not for me. Okay, okay. Even Ginobili? Tony Parker just running around the court? I mean I, I like them as individuals, but I just don't like Okay. I just, I really, I don't want to say I don't like them. I'm indifferent towards them. So yeah, I'd yeah, rather yeah. see the Heat win. Yeah. That's true. All right. Um, what do you objectively? What do you think the Spurs' chances are if they play the Heat? I think it'll go six games to the Heat. Six games to the Heat. Yeah. yeah. The Heat are just—it's like they're just so good. The problem though, D Wade is 
he's going. He's, he's, on the, he's on the decline. Yeah, like he's not. He's not playing like himself. No. Chris Bosh is just a bitch. Yeah. Uh, and then other than that, they're just not that good. Brown's been shooting like twenty something percent this series. Yeah. I mean, obviously LeBron can just win the whole thing. I was gonna say LeBron, but like exactly, like LeBron makes up for that the tenfold. He's, yeah. Are there people that don't respect his athleticism and his like his dominance in the game are just so just God, they're so annoying. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't make sense. He is hands down the best player in the NBA, and yeah. nobody can deny it. Yeah. It's it's really not even close. If you want to name one thing that LeBron is bad at in the NBA, like it, it just it, with his game, I'd love to hear. Like, I like. I'm actually curious. I if you could like he can. Game. Before I would have said like, oh, he's not a great jump shooter. Now he is. Yeah, he's a that's exactly, <laughs> he's a great jump shooter. He worked on the. And he's a great post player now. Everything. He's a great. He's a great finisher. He's a great he can passer. The ball, passer. Incredible passer. He's. Rebounder. Great defensive player. Yeah. He was what? He was second. He was like second in votes for um, best defensive player. Oh, of the was year. he? Yeah. Yeah. He was the best. I, yeah. No, I, I love that. I used to be. I don't know. I used to be a huge LeBron hater. I know you were. Yeah. I know. But can't deny it. I've come around, man. Like, he's great. I can understand you not liking him because like of like the whole decision thing and like how he kind of like dicked over yeah. Cleveland. And like he made a huge big thing about it, which was stupid. I don't think you should have done that. Yeah. But if you're not over that by now, you have bigger problems. You don't hate LeBron. If you, you can't still hate. You don't hate LeBron. You hate yourself. Have you like hearing like all the rumors that he might go back to Cleveland? I have heard those, and I definitely think there's some validity to it. I still, have, I don't think, it, I don't think it's that probable. I mean, listen, if he let's say his contract runs out, and I don't know. Three, four years. I don't know. But by that time, D Wade will probably not be that good, and Kyrie Irving will probably be. He'll definitely be one of the top ten players in the league by that point. Maybe even like top five. So imagine LeBron going to Cleveland and playing with Kyrie Irving. I mean, I definitely think that that's it. Would be unreal. I just like. If LeBron has enough balls to do that, then by all means do it. Because that you go is back just, to Cleveland. Yeah, are you kidding me? After the, I think they would love him though. They had, they had riots in the street. People were like burning his jerseys yeah, in but, the streets. Like, dude, they won't give a fuck because he's LeBron James and he's I the know, best basketball player. I, I completely understand that, but like, they'll forget. Have, him. I think that that just showed that would it would just be like such like a weak like a like a. He would show no backbone if he did that because he went to. That would literally mean that he went to he to went to the Heat simply because he knew that he could win a few championships there, and he knew that the, he knew that the Cavs had no hope in the near future. Yeah, so but, he left them, went to the Heat. Now he's coming back because he realizes they have potential. But that's, that's like, all true. It, it's all tr- exactly. But I think that if he wants to make a name for himself and he really wants to be compared to as like one of the greats, he should stay in one place and make a team like around him. And then like when yeah. people, when, when new players come in. He like is part of their development. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's true. The only thing is, like, there's nothing he can do. I mean, he can't control what the management does, no, what players right. they bring in. Like, that's why I don't blame it all for leaving Cleveland because they were a fucking atrocious team. Like, they, without him, they were horrible. They were yeah. so bad. I mean, I I mean I I guess to 
finish my only argument for this is that I really don't care where he goes. I would like to see him stay in Cleveland, or I would like to see him stay in Miami, but if he went to Cleveland, it's not like I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think he should stay in in Miami and really, you know, make that his his home. But what do you think would happen if he went to the Knicks? I'd be getting, I'd be a season ticket holder the next time. That's what I thought would happen. <laughs> uh, if you went to the Knicks, yeah. it might solve a lot of our problems. <laughs> that yeah. being uh, being consistent and not having to rely on a three point shooting team, a, a stellar three point shooting game to win. Fucking Knicks, dude. Just such a just roller coaster. Frustrating, ride. like. Yeah. It was. My dad called it, too. My dad said, you know what? The Knicks are going to make the playoffs. They might get us a little excited. But then, when push comes to shove, Melo cannot carry this team. Yes. I completely agree. My dad agree. called it He's totally at the right. very beginning of the season. Yeah. And I was like, Dad, like, come on. Like, have a little bit of faith. Like, the Knicks are going to do work this year. And I was like, oh, Dad, you see, I told you. And then the next game, next series. They played, like, Dookie against the Pacers. Yeah. But imagine what would have happened if they went up against the Heat with that same roster and playing the same way. Well, yeah, that's true. It would have been even worse. Some yeah. people, I don't know why. Some people think like they were a better matchup against the Heat. I don't really understand that logic. I don't really see it either. I guess. I guess because like I don't know. Is it same stuff? Tyson Chandler. I guess. Well, yeah. I guess because we have a we have a dominant or a quote unquote dominant center. Yeah. Tyson Chandler that he fell apart though in the playoffs I don't know something was going on he was non-existent yeah I literally hadn't heard one storyline about him except for just Hibbert like teabagging yeah Hibbert is I just didn't see him panning out like the way he did I know he's a fucking I was so surprised right and I find it so funny how just Tyler Hansberg still gets his minutes <laughs> yeah. he's the most disgusting player in the NBA god his yeah. geese he's really is just like a goon. Yeah. Like an enforcer. Absolutely. He would be like the version of a, like a fighter in the NHL. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, you saw what happened with him in Birdman, right? No. Where, like, Birdman rejected his shot, and then the Heat were out on a fast break, and Hansborough and Birdman were, like, down on one end of the court. And Birdman, like, shoved him. And then Hansborough, or no, Birdman, like, got in his face, like, yeah, fuck you, I just blocked your shit. And then Hansborough, like, got in his face, like, fuck you, you're a bitch. And then Birdman just, like, shoved him with two hands, and the rest had to separate him. And now Birdman's suspended for this game. Jeez. He's a pretty, he's been a pretty integral role. Yeah, I'm surprised, like. He, was it, was it him? I think it was him. He was, like, something like 38 for, like, 40, for, like, his field goals in the playoffs. He like has been oh, so like efficient. Really He's been so efficient this entire like playoffs. Yeah, I guess he just like does what like knows what he needs to do. He's like I'm only catching alley oops and getting rebounds. Probably doesn't take any jump shots. But, like to miss like to make to miss like a that to miss like I don't know three or four field goals in an entire postseason. Yeah, absurd. that's not a joke. One time. uh that's a pretty funny story. One time, me and my friends, we were uh, at a bar. It was like me, um, two of my good friends at school on the team, my 
one of my friend's sister's boyfriend who actually plays in the NFL. Friend's sister's boyfriend, okay. Yeah, and um, then another one of my friend's friends. We were all at the bar, and we were watching the Heat, uh, heat game during the regular season, and I don't know, I was just like, if you had to pick right now, the five of us, who's who on the Heat? Oh, okay. And uh, so my friend made him, gave himself D-Wade. He was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be him. <laughs> and I forget the reasoning. And then uh, my friend's sister's boyfriend who played in the NFL was LeBron because he was the man and he, like, just... I mean, you play in the NFL. Exactly. He was, he was a LeBron James of our crew. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my other friend's friends was Chalmers, great supplementary player, <laughs> added a lot to the team. <laughs> and... Um, I was Norris Cole. I think I was just like I was quick, you know, quick guy, defensive <laughs> specialist, you know, one of those type of players. And then we, we decided to f- fuck with our other friend. And like I was like, all right, so who's who's Fitz? Who's he gonna be? And his name is Connor Fitzgerald. And my friend goes, he's definitely Haslam. And <laughs> just gave him like such like a bougie player. He's like <laughs> so funny. And like for the rest of the night, we were calling him Haslam and stuff. And that's. Was, you don't want to be honest. <laughs> he was killing it the other, the other game, though. Yeah, that's true. He was hitting three balls and stuff. He, yeah, he was like, I think he was like eight for nine. Yeah, he had a great game. I think he had, yeah, he had, uh, he didn't have 16 points. I don't know. He had a really good game, though. Uh, all right, I got a game we can play. What's the game? Um, the game is called Where Are They Now? So I'm going to list some people. I think they're all reality TV stars. And you just gotta you just have to um, no they're not all reality TV stars. Okay I'm gonna list some people and you just have to tell me like what, what they're doing with their lives at this moment. Just imagine. So I can make anything up. Yeah make it up. Yeah. Okay so the first person is John Brown from the White Rapper Show. John Brown? Yeah the king of the burbs. <laughs> oh my god. I say he's working a very a very time and labor demanding job that is a de- that's a dead end. No future. <laughs> he has. I just the king of the burbs. No, it doesn't do it for me. <laughs> is he? Uh, you think he's still rapping? I can see him pulling like a Eminem Eight Mile type thing. Like he, can, I can see him like coming off like a construction job. Like everybody's like about to eat lunch, and they're like, "Yo, like, let me hear a rhyme real quick." And he rhymes about like something so like stupid. And that's their entertainment for the day. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my guess. So John Brown's like working construction, entertaining the crew. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. He's probably on his deathbed right now. <laughs> I just don't... Too much crack. Too much fried chicken. <laughs> Clogged his arteries up. Um, I don't know. I could probably see him. <sighs> did, he have, did he actually go bankrupt eventually? Is he like... I don't know, but I would highly suspect yes. Yeah. I was going to say, if that if you're still cashing in on a Flavor of Love, <laughs> which was... Flavor of Love, like DVD sales. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. All I right. really could have no idea. On his deathbed, catching on Flavor of Love DVD sales. What about uh, New York from uh, Flavor of Love? In New York? Yeah. 
she found, probably found herself a sugar daddy <laughs> yeah. living somewhere in like LA or something like that. Probably still asleep right now, get, just getting ready to get up. By the way, it's around 2 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. for those that don't understand that. Um, yeah. What about um, Sister Patterson, New York's mother? Probably right behind New York. She's, you know, she's probably living at the same house as her, trying to reap the benefits <laughs> that, that New York has gotten. That's the parasite. Seriously, a leech sucker. <laughs> or uh, a leech. I don't suck it. Who would want to suck on leeches, you know? A leech sucker? I don't think that's a phrase. I think it's a leech, not a leech sucker. Oh, if you're a leech sucker, you suck on leeches. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what about Cristiano Ronaldo? Don't even get me started. He's probably he's living the dream right now. Are you kidding me? Kick back, some beach right now. A couple yeah. girls right and left. Oh man, you can see it right now. A fruity drink. Literally, no. Nah, probably like a nice glass of like water infused with like some like fruits or something like that. Yeah, Stay right. healthy. Yeah, 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 yeah I don't yeah, think he right. you drinks. Right. Actually, I've been meaning to show you this about Cristiano Ronaldo. Hmm. Reasons to respect Cristiano Ronaldo, which I know might seem a little odd to you. Let's see if I can find it. Here Someone we go. Told me. Reasons to make you respect Cristiano Ronaldo. Doesn't drink alcohol because it reminds him of the disease that caused the death of his father. Has no tattoos on his skin to be able to donate blood twice a year. What? Comes from a poor family and lost his dad when he was just 20. Played in the final of the Euro at age 19 and semifinals of the World Cup at age 21. He made uh, big donations to a Palestinian school and gave them 3 million euros for... And he gave 3 million euros to countries in um, Africa suffering from famine. Uh, he's the most criticized player in the world. True. And it's simply because, and simply because he never gave up, he never gave up until he realized his dream to become the best player in the world in 2008. Now, if you don't, if you don't have a, an ounce of respect for him after hearing that, all right, all right. I mean, you can still hate him as a lacrosse, as a soccer player, but as a person, he's not that bad. Yeah, that's all right. Respect. I'm not, I'm not asking to give him a shackle clap or anything, but. <laughs> Just a little golf club will do. Um, all right, all right. What about uh, Coach Lou? Coach Lou? Yeah. Man, that guy. <laughs> Actually, before we predict his future, what's a good story you have about Coach a Lou? A good story? I have yeah. two to get come to mind. All um, right. The first of which is his ingenious idea of how to cut kids. <laughs> I think it was actually groundbreaking, to be perfectly honest. Um, so, see, our, our coach Lou was um, our CYO basketball coach in, about a, in an elementary school. And generally there were no cuts ever made for this team because it was nobody really tried out. But, of course, one year... We needed to make a cut, and I guess this was Lou's first time ever having to do it. So at the end of one of the tryouts, he brought everybody together, and he started handing out schedules for the games. And he said, all right, if you don't get a schedule, then you didn't make the team. And there was only one kid that didn't get a schedule. Oh, no. And his name was Leo Frazier, and he never, he didn't make the team. 
And what was even more awkward was I believe I had to give him a ride home that day, and he lived right up the street from me. So wow. <laughs> that was how Coach Lou decided to cut kids. And as for my guess as to what Coach Lou is doing, um, I can see him living a pretty standard life right now. I'm not entirely sure as to what his job would be or is. Um, but yeah, I can see him living in like, uh, you know, some, some suburb area with, you know, decent house, sending his kids off to college, paying off those college tuition bills, which yeah. are never cheap. And, uh, you know, he's on the grind. He's definitely on the grind. <laughs> so that would be my prediction as to what Coach Lewis is up to. I'd say he's, he's a, living a pretty average life right now. All right. Nice. Um, wait, do you have another story about Coach Lou? Um, actually, more about, I guess it combines Lou and his son. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you next. What is Coach Lou's son doing right now? <laughs> I have no idea what that kid, I literally have zero clue what that kid would be up to. I'm assuming he's entering his senior year in college or he just graduated college. And he's looking for work. That okay. would be my guess as to what Lou's son is. But um, do you ever remember his name? Lou. Lou. Right? His name was uh, Lou. His son, <laughs> Lou named his son Lou, and it wasn't Junior. What? I don't know. It wasn't. Um, but <laughs> I think the, the story about him and his son was that well, his Lou's son was very unathletic and not a talented basketball player, to say the least. So. <laughs> Given the story that you have already heard about how Coach Lou cut people, he was he was a ruthless coach, and he had no problem not playing his son in any games. So one game, his mom decided to walk over to the bench and give little Lou a hot dog. <laughs> with, on the bench. With, with all the condiments you could imagine on it. And this kid sat down eating a hot dog on the bench while we are playing a basketball game. So that would be the next... Uh, <laughs> the next story that I would have to tell. What a disgrace. Yeah, that was... Man, what a guy. Okay, what do you think um, Mr. Martins is doing right now? Mr. Martins? Is he still working at Pelham? I don't know. That's a good question. What do you think? Um, I'm probably just annoying kids. He really does. Somewhere. So, somewhere. At some school or some library, he is <laughs> annoying kids and coming up with stupid rules. That he probably just, like, hangs out at the local library and yeah. <laughs> chastises kids. <laughs> Especially ones that don't put the books back where yeah. they belong. <laughs> yeah. Or leave the dictionary open on the word poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was something else. Uh, what do you think Mr. Sheehan's doing right now? From what I heard, Mr. Sheehan was um, asked to retire. And uh, I put really? emphasis on the word asks. Yeah. Asked to retire. What do you mean by that? Um, I actually don't have, I literally have no information on the subject. I just heard this from Will, who heard it from his sister. Sawyer? Yeah, Will Sawyer. Who heard it from his sister. So as far as I'm concerned, Mr. Sheehan is no longer employed at the Pelham Memorial High School. Wow, that's very disappointing. Um, I guess it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> if you are a Sheehan lover... I was. Still am. Then it could be a disappointment. If you were one who was opposed to him, then you might consider it a blessing for the kids <laughs> coming up through the ranks. Did you ever have him? I didn't. But, uh, oh, wait. No, I think I did. I'm not entirely sure. I thought I did. 
Maybe for like study hall or something. Yeah, something. No, I, I knew I was in a class with him at least once. Okay. Because uh, I had him in 10th grade. Or, yeah, 10th I said, grade. Yeah, why, why are you so drawn to him? He just had this ma- magnetic charisma, kind of like a, a cult leader. It was just <laughs> inescapable. Jeez. No, he was just hilarious. He was fucking crazy. He would just do like weird shit all the time. Yeah. Like, like he showed us this video of Rasputin one time. Oh my god! And whenever Rasputin came on the screen, he would cover the screen with his hand. And go, Don't look at the eyes, because Rasputin was, I guess, like a hypnotic figure. <laughs> and then there's another time where he, uh, we were learning about Catherine the Great, like a, this Russian queen, great Russian queen. And the only, probably, there are two things I remember about Catherine the Great. One is that she was really fat, and the other is that she didn't fuck a horse, but there are rumors that she did. Because <laughs> that's what she told us. He was like, oh, Catherine the Great, there are rumors that she may have like, gotten a little too friendly with a horse, but they're not true. Jesus. Like, <laughs> she, why would you tell us? Yeah, why would you even tell us that? Is, is this going to be on the test? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did Catherine the Great fuck a horse? True or false? <laughs> I guess the answer would have to be, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, so that's, all, that's the last I heard of Sheehan. Yeah, that's disappointing. You don't, do you know if he's still coaching the tennis team? I would assume no. Yeah, this, this is a big loss. Yeah. Because he would just, whenever we had matches, he would just bring, like, a big thing of snacks, like Oreos, potato chips. He had the he had the basic the five basic food groups like he said <laughs> yeah. the healthiest of snacks for his athletes. <laughs> yeah, for his athletes. Yeah. <laughs> that team was a fucking joke, but in the best way possible. It was so much fun. <laughs> it's all um, mattered in high school. So where do you think he is right now? This very second, probably hanging out with his cats, right? That or I'm, I'm assuming he's probably looking for a job now, or he has probably. I could see him being a guy that had, like, a lot of connections and, like, probably found, like, a, a quick backup job just to kind of, like, make make, yeah, make ends meet. Yeah. And, like, you know. I could see that. Like, some old buddies who were, like... Yeah. Exactly. Um, he was a man. <laughs> he also used to take smoke breaks, like, during class. Every time. Like, all right, you guys, like, five minutes, look over the textbook. <laughs> that was awesome. I think what my most... My, the fondest uh, Sheehan memory of mine would be... Somebody had like parked, you know, like the teacher's parking lot, the staff parking lot. Somebody had parked in his spot, and he like, all right, well, fuck this. Parked his car right behind them and left it there for the entire day and refused to move it because that he so he double parked him in there. <laughs> <laughs> left his car there. Yes. Um, no remorse. Okay, last person. This is a little dark. Dark. What do you think Mr. Davis is doing right now? Mr. Davis. Mr. Davis for the uninitiated was... He, did you have him? Or did I you did not. Him? I had him. I had Mr. Davis. He was our sixth grade science teacher. And in the middle of the year, he was arrested for attempting to commit an act of pedophilia. Um, with, with that in mind, he did go to jail um, for that. <laughs> and... Uh, Actually, oh my God! I can't believe I actually didn't tell you this. This actually leads me. This leads into what I what I believe he is up to today. Um, do you know the Do you know the restaurant Candlelight? Mm-hmm. 
It's um, a really good wing place if you ever want to go there. It's very good. Where is it? Uh, it's Scarsdale. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's close. Um, and I was, we were waiting in line, or we were waiting to uh, put our names down on the list, and we see Mr. Broge and Mr. Davis having a meal together. No way! Yeah, so they were, they were both eating there at candlelight, and like, we were all like, no, it can't be Mr. Davis, and like, we were all talking to each other. It was like me, Eric Pierce, like Greg, like all these guys. Dude! We were like all sitting there, we were all standing there like, is that Mr. Davis? Like, no, it can't be. I know that's Mr. Broge, but it's gotta be some other guy, and it was Mr. Davis. And, um, nobody like said anything, like, literally made, tried yeah, to make yeah. as little, little non -eye, eye contact as possible, and, um, so with that being said, I think Mr. Davis has been able to kind of wipe his like slate clean in a sense, rehabilitate himself. And uh, I don't know if he's fully rehabilitated. But, uh, <laughs> okay, okay, I think okay. he was able to make the best of his situation. He was able to find a job and you know continue on with his normal life, whatever that may be. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I literally couldn't even believe it. Plus, the you know what the weirdest thing about that story. Is that Mr. Broge was yeah. with Mr. Davis? Like, well, I bet you they were boys, and when they were teaching together, and yeah. like, I feel like, well, I mean, if you had ever committed an act of pedophilia and was released from prison, and you were like, dude, like, do you want to just go get something to eat? I'm not gonna be like, nah, fuck you. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, let's go to this place called Candlelight. It's great. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. So, like, I mean, I can, Damn. I can definitely see it. Was I expecting to see it? Yeah. No. <laughs> but I could, I could. It wasn't like I was like, no way. Like that can't be him. Like, yeah. Preposterous. But yeah, so that would be that was my that would, that would be what I think Mr. Davis is up to. Crazy. It's like a real moment of humanity there. Yeah. Um, Although I did, I think I heard that he was like got in trouble for it again. Oh really? I'm not mistaken. Maybe before that though. Yeah, maybe. Before the candlelight. Hopefully. Um. All right. Do you want to? Um, can you end the show with a quote? A quote? Yeah. All right. So many come to mind. I think one that probably sticks out the best between me and you, and one that you'll definitely appreciate, is one from a famous pro football player, Gene Upshaw. And <laughs> as I, I can already tell that you know what quote I'm about to say. And I actually use this quote in my paper on diving, and it pertains so well. So for all of you out there, all you athletes, I want you to take this in, and it might seem a little weird at first, but I really want you to think about it and see if you can uh, apply it. <laughs> if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs>